SKG. Now he just said he was trying to pick up. I just called, talked to him on the phone. Can you hear me, KG? KG. Yep. Joe, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. There we go. There we go. Now we got everybody here. I was talking about a wild and crazy night, man. Bruh. Y'all was getting it in, man. Sad this ain't go sometimes, you know? (laughs) Not even that. Like, the night was just all types of highs and lows, all types of stuff, bro. I'd have to tell y'all about it another time. It's so so stupid, bro. (laughs) (laughs) True indeed, true indeed. Uh, it, it was a uh, shining example of why you can't always bring sand to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, first off, I just want to say that that sand, by the way, is very beneficial. Well, don't you dare. So, mm. Okay. Check it off. Check it off. Uh, yeah, it, it was very much so worth it. So don't you dare. Don't you dare. So. All, right. All right. If you say so, if you say so. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get this thing started, man. Uh, welcome to the Chronicles of Old Man Logan. I am your host, Old Man Logan, also known as Tim, as you heard my friends on here calling me Tim. So no uh, misinformation um, is, is going on. <laughs> I'm going to introduce him right now. It's my homeboy, KG, a.k.a. Hot Take Kenny. He also does uh, wrestling reviews on the BoulevardAv.net uh, blog. So that is KG. And on the other line is... Mr. Joe Kravitz, as I have just uh, affectionately (laughs) (laughs) gave him this new nickname. Uh, You know what I'm saying? He's a wedding singer and he does all kind of events and works with me and Kenny. He's a fun guy, you know, uh, you know, in for a good time, you know, when you hang out with him. So, gentlemen, how y'all doing on this lovely Saturday afternoon? Doing quite well, man. Appreciate you asking, bro. Uh, all right, all right. Great. You know, reviews are best when the show is in seven hours. You know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and do our best to do a predictions right now. Obviously, I don't know about all of the guys that are on this card, so that's why I have these two gentlemen on the line and gonna do this episode with me, so they can give uh, our listeners. Hopefully, we can grow some listeners too uh, from this episode and uh, get him some in-depth conversation about this AEW Double or Nothing match card that is taking place tonight, man. So, all right, y'all, y'all ready to get into this thing, man? Go ahead and get this done. Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. All right. All righty. So I'm going to go ahead and run the card down first, and then we'll go and break down each match one by one from there. So uh, the match card is, as it stands right now, Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, winner earns future world title shots. Then we're going to have the Triple A World Tag Team Championship. That's going to feature the Young Bucks, who are the champions, versus the Lucha Bros. Then we're going to have Cody versus Dustin. Then there's SoCal Uncensored versus the Strong Hearts. Then we got Best Friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Britt Brit, uh, Baker versus Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose. Then we have Aja Kong, Yakua Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura versus Haikaru Shida and Riho and Ryo Mizunami. Well, somebody's right. been watching Japanese anime. And you know, so, you know, definitely. <laughs> Semi Guevara versus Kip Sabaya 
and that is called in parentheses the buy-in and then there's the casino battle royale which is also in parentheses the buy-in winner earns future world title shot right all righty so um yeah according to this what i'm looking at where i'm looking finding the card information which is on the cbs uh sports website they got your boy in here, man, as the winner, as their predicted winner of the Casino Battle Royale, Mr. John Moxley, a.k.a. formerly known as Dean Ambrose. So uh, what do y'all think about that, man? Let's start with this Casino Battle Royale. Honestly, uh, honestly, like uh, I think me and um, me and uh, KG went to All or Nothing last year. So a lot of that has to do with like a lot of Ring of Honor participants, a lot of indie wrestlers for the most part. It's a lot of people that you know, but you don't really know. So it would make sense for them to put over Johnny Moxley um, as someone like, you know him as the Ambrose. But if you haven't never seen him as Johnny Moxley, you're, you're missing out on the treat. The guy is insane. If you think Dean Ambrose is insane, this guy is like nuts. Like he's crazy, crazy, crazy good. I, I strongly suggest... I strongly suggest going back and looking at those videos, but I think that's an accurate assessment. Um, I'm not sure if you called out Flip Gordon at all. Uh, well, they didn't have any of the participants listed, so uh, you know they I had, just went with who they had. Um, they just didn't have the full list, and they had uh, like Joe was saying, there's probably a bunch of Ring of Honor guys, like uh, and indie guys. I know they had uh, Sunny Kiss and. Uh, Wolf was in there. I'm wondering if Hangman's gonna be in there because they pulled his match against Pac, aka. He's probably, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna play like he's probably gonna go against Joey Ryan again. They probably have a Joey Ryan. Yeah, they could easily go with that match. But uh, as as Joe was saying though, I think John Moxley probably makes the most sense, assuming he's gonna actually be in it since they haven't announced a full card on the buy-in pre-show. Uh, just because, like you said, you got a name right there, you can put a big market on that future world championship match uh, between him and I mean we didn't get into this match the winner of that match in the main event why I'm predicting Kenny Omega not you know because at this point you really need Jericho in the main event scene for the time not right now I mean you could use him his and his name as much money they probably paid him to come over but right. right now okay okay so uh the writers that that predicted John Moxley are Brian Campbell and Adam Silverstein, and then uh, Jack Crosby, another writer. He actually picked Hangman Page to win this Casino Battle Royale. So uh, y'all, final call. Who you going with, KG? I'm going with Moxley. Uh, Hangman makes sense though. At the same time, because I know WWE was trying to pay him main roster money to go to NXT, so he's really sought after as far as. Uh, being one of the guys who they wanted to build around before he decided to stick with Cody and the Bucks and Omega, his uh, former Bullet Club brethren. Okay, okay. And final call, Mr. Joe? Um, yeah, man. I'm going to go with... Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go crazy. I'm just going to pick somebody random. I'm going to say it's going to be Flip Gordon two years in a row, bro. <laughs> Alright? Right. Flip Gordon two years in a row. Flip! Flip! all right all right uh also i'm noticing on this article uh somebody has a rumor that there's a chicago made punk that may make an appearance tonight in this said match i don't see it happening uh yeah because he's supposed to be doing commentary like 300 miles away 
for uh, for a mixed martial arts event. So. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that uh, you know, that might just be a uh, you know a guy that's that's waiting for that fan moment to see one of his uh, favorites make an appearance and make a comeback. I mean, we gotta let that die, bro. We gotta let that die. We gotta let CM Punk come out the rest and die. He's gotta die now, bro. Great. I mean, you know, if if if, if Goldberg could come back, why not Chicago made Punk, man? Everybody Goldberg. Goldberg has three moves, okay? <laughs> CM, Punk, <laughs> CM Punk can actually fucking wrestle, bro. We can't keep doing we can't keep doing this to ourselves and setting this up. Because uh, let, let's be honest, if CM Punk comes back away, he's like 41, 42, it's not gonna be the same CM Punk that, you know was a tactician in the ring and was able to do all types of great things all that's not gonna be the same bro I, I don't want him to come back to be honest with you I don't want him to come back in any type of capacity or just not in the ring capacity not in the ring capacity at all I think honestly CM Punk has a great eye for being able to see who's like good like the people that he called out when WWE fired him they're right back in the roster all over again because he called it, he knew it mm. he knew it bro he knew all that I think his I think his eye is really like if I was him I would try to get uh, office spot in Ring of Honor, definitely in AEW somewhere, some shape, fashion, or form, to get that stuff there because he's got an eye for it. He's really, he's really, really talented in that in that regard. So I would do that if I was seeing him. Now, if he was to come back, I would feel AEW might be his best option from a standpoint. They already said they're not doing live events. They said they said they're doing their two-hour show when it debuts later this year. And basically, they're gonna put their best foot forward to give everybody the best show possible. Um, they're going to do pay-per-view events. They said there's another event in Jacksonville. They're doing uh, the help against gun violence. So that's going to, they haven't officially named a pay-per-view for that event, but pay-per-view name for that event, should I say? Um, but yeah, that would be his best option since he just turned 40 last year. Uh, limited schedule, obviously more limited, more so limited than, than WWE because even guys like Orton and AJ Styles, and even John Cena, you know, who's making movies, he'll still randomly pop up at, you know, live events. So right. that, that's less work for Punk if he did decide to go that route. Right. That's a big if, though. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All righty. So uh, I didn't make a pick. I don't know a ton of the people that are in AEW. So I'm just going to go with, uh, you know, the main man, uh, John Moxley, just because that's the only guy I really know. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. We're gonna move into some women's wrestling here. Britt Baker versus Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose. Uh, probably sound once again. It, this is just my WWE knowledge. Uh, <laughs> I know uh, it shouldn't matter who she's dating, but I know of Britt Baker because I guess she's dating Adam Cole of the Undisputed yeah. Era. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to sound like the person who used the population theory for soccer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with her. Yeah, yeah, just, I'm, I'm not going to be much help on this end. I'll, I'll probably be more help towards that tag team match when we get into that. Omega and Jericho, Cody and, and Dustin, you know, I'm, I'm going to let Joe take it from here because, yeah. I think he has on this one. I think <laughs> Britt Baker is very well established. She's a, she's a very, very, very talented. Nyla Rose is like an X factor for me. She she can do a lot of great things in the ring. Um, but it's more so like 
it's it's like flash in the pan type stuff. Like you see her like, ooh, that was nice, but like she can barely do like an arm bar, like that type of thing. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I really don't have I don't have a dog in this fight, bro. I'm sorry. I I don't know, man. Uh Britt Baker? Sure. Let's go with Britt Baker. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I, that's I really don't have a, a dog in this race, so you know. <laughs> I'm going to go off for the name. It'll be better when we get into NXT or we become more acclimated with these AEW people because, you know, I do intend on being a fan of both shows. I'm not going to be that person that's, oh, I got to stick with WWE, you know, especially yeah, after that whole 24-7 fiasco. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I need to see both. Mm-hmm. In the words of the new Bray Wyatt gimmick, Yowie Wowie. Not, not in a good way, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Britt Baker, Britt Baker from you two guys. I guess I will join the pack and say Britt Baker as well. And uh, the article writers, uh, Brian Campbell and Adam Silverstein, Stein, excuse me, they are actually going for her as well. And what is Jack Crosby? He is going for Nyla Rose to uh, win this uh, particular match. So, yeah, I guess we just have to wait and see. Moving on from that match, we are going to go into the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Man. Uh, my God. Like, let me, let me get a little, let me get a little, let me get a little background on this, bro. I just want a little bit. Listen, so I have been a fan of Cody Rhodes, like literally since he did like that, like dashing Cody Rhodes joint. <laughs> Shout out to Randy like, Orton. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Randy Orton. Bruh, like, so to see him, like, ask for his release, go in the indies at, like, PWG, uh, Defiant Wrestling, and, like, kill shows. Because let's be honest, Cody Rhodes is, like, you know, you know what you'll get for Cody Rhodes. You're not going to get, like, a, uh, any type of, like, a plancha or any type of, like, fancy move, but he just knows how to just really just create a good story in the ring. So to see him go against his brother is like, but it's like, still, I want to see it anyway, you know what I mean? So I am going to say the American Nightmare, who me and KG just figured out why he calls himself that uh, last year. Cody Rose for the win, bro. Cody Rose for the win, bro. All day, bro. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 it, was a, it was a playoff of his, uh, his pops. Yeah, we just got it. We just got it, bro. Yeah, yeah. You'd think the blonde hair would have been a dead giveaway, but you know, I just thought he looked like the original villain from uh, Blade Runner. Exactly. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what we were thinking. We were like, why is it the American Nightmare? And then I think one of our compadres, Joey, who also does the podcast, that's up to him. Um, he was like, yeah, his dad's the American Dream. He's the American Nightmare. Uh, I'm wrong. Right. Simple. Get affected. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with. This, this is a tough one. I, I'd like to say Cody, um, just from a standpoint that not just because you know he's the brainchild of this operation, uh, also just because he's pushing this gimmick of you know the Attitude Era. You know they they set the bar, but like they only set it to a certain degree. Like, and they act like they don't want people to surpass it in a sense. Um, right. He's being adamant that he wants in the attitude era i think his uh weight belt even said killed the attitude era or something to that degree um it's a match that would have been more intriguing had they capitalized on it instead of going with that whole stardust thing um you know when they were agony, I thought 
it was between them, you know, give you maybe five or six years ago, it was between them and, and Roman and Seth in terms of who were the two best tag teams in WWE at the time. You can probably sprinkle in Team Hell No, but I think they might have had split up at that time by then. Uh, yeah. I was defending it then. I thought they missed out on an opportunity to capitalize, you know, to give some backstory. I thought they missed out on an opportunity of letting them main event that pay-per-view against Roman and Seth uh, at Battleground because, you know, they were basically going to keep the DB and, and Randy Orton storyline going, basically. So it's like they didn't need the main event with that hokey finish. Like, that was a legit finish. Everyone was into that match. Uh, great match. Match of the night. Great feud between those four. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Cody. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, maybe, if you see a turn, even though, you know, he's going to come out to a huge pop. Um, just from a standpoint that, you know, do you want to keep, you need an established heel. I mean, maybe that's John Moxley if he's in this, you know. But other than Jericho, you really don't have any top-tier heels right now. If you really think about it. So maybe Cody so- turns. And that was going to be my question. Like, is there any way that Cody comes out of this uh, uh, as a as a, a heel? Because you know everybody knows he's the brains of the operation. You know he's like the heart and soul of it. The reason that AEW is going on right now. So right. of course he's going to get like cheered out. Of, you know, just the, the 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 roof is going to go off as soon as he comes out. But is there any way, or is there another opponent possibly that could have made him? like a heel like all i can honestly see this going is him maybe doing some type of like attack at you know after match attack after like a great match and just attack, yeah. attacking his brother like you know putting him on stretcher nothing you know something a la uh hogan versus zeus <laughs> when he just attacked him so bad he put him on the stretcher and all he, he, he threw the stretcher over on its side and all that crazy crap like you know giving 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 dustin the crimson mask like are we gonna see any of that tonight or you know like I, I was just really wondering is there a way to like really make him like the clear cut and apparent like top heel in AEW outside of uh, Jericho with this match um my opinion a lot of these guys are tweeners in terms of like they're like anti-hero mm-hmm. where for that like that for that year where Randy Orton was really hot like you were like oh man like I just love Randy Orton, but you didn't know if he was like a heel or like a face. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if if anybody can do it to make Cody a face, it's Dustin. Dustin has done some dark, dark things in his career. He's good for that. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, unless they go back to the whole like NWA thing with 10 pounds of gold like they did last year, I can see it that way. Um, if we're doing the all elite thing, then it probably could be just something where, um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, Jay Lethal comes out of nowhere, something like that, because they have a good feud. I'm not sure, bro, but I, I think I don't think it, I don't think it plays out that way. Bro. I'm not sure. All right, all right. So unanimous. Oh, what were you gonna say, Kenny? I was gonna say just because you know it's the match they basically wanted for so long. So because part of me was in the back of my mind thinking. Maybe uh, John Moxley's not in this, you know, open battle royal or whatever. You know, maybe he attacks Dustin backstage. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking they want to actually go through with this match because, like I said, it's the match they wanted. The WWE wouldn't give them oh, like a full-on match because they, when they did it, I think they may have had like a one-off 
when I think he was still doing the Stardust thing. I don't think he ever actually got yeah. to be Cody. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Part of I think was thinking was... that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm not, like I think, because I think at, the, at this point, like the the Stardust Goldust match thing, it was like for like ten minutes, and even then they gave him like a, a, a terrible, terrible spot before they could do it. Because I agree with Kenny. The time for them was the right build. They got they set up the right storyline. It was perfect. But again, uh, Big Brother ruined it. So it's all right. It happens. All right. So it sounds pretty unanimous. Uh, it's even unanimous as the uh, article writers are all picking Cody to win this. And it sounds pretty unanimous over here as well that uh, Cody's going to get the W in the uh, record books for this particular match. Alrighty, alrighty. Uh, let's move on to the next match, the Triple A World Tag Team Championship that has the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. Ah. Possible match of the night, I'll tell you that much. Um, just from a standpoint of yeah. some of the things we saw at uh, All In, some of the spots they were pulling off, and they only got about maybe 15 minutes or less to cook. There were some crazy spots in that match. Uh, I, I would think they're going to go with the Bucks. Uh, you know, they're the top tag team in the world, according to Wrestling Observer, from the last probably five years going. Uh, they want tag team wrestling to matter. Uh, my thing is, though, at the same time, this is why I'm a little conflicted. I understand they have that title of executive vice president as well. Um, it's Cody and, and Kenny Omega, but the thing is, they've already kind of established like we don't want to just keep putting ourselves over everyone. Uh, this is the one that may not be a lock. Uh, I'm leaning towards the Young Bucks, but like I'm not a, I'm not entirely 100% on that pick. Uh, just because I feel like somebody from the elite is not going to go over. Uh, they make the most sense to take an L. Just from a standpoint, they could probably afford it out of all the other uh, guys that are from the elite that are going to be having matches tonight. Uh, like I said, you're, I don't really think you're going to have, you know, Dustin go over Cody because where do you go from there? You know, right. same thing with Jericho. Like I said, you paid him top tier money, but the same going over Omega. Does that make a lot of sense? Uh, I'm going to go with the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I had to stick with it. Okay, we lost Joe there. Get him back in here. But uh, the article writers, uh, they're going with the Lucha Bros, apparently, for this particular match. So, um, yeah, uh, I, if, if the Lucha Bros were to win, it kind of goes in line with what you were saying in terms of them not wanting to just continue to put themselves over and do the, the uh, finger poke of doom type of situation, you know what I mean? Uh, that we saw back in WCW when those guys were calling the shots. So, uh, I'm not too familiar with the Lucha Bros. I've heard a lot about them. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess I guess I'll go ahead and, and, and go with uh, the Lucha Bros as well. And I'll have to go back and watch this match. Uh, I am expecting this to probably be one of the highlights of uh, Double or Nothing. So, uh, I guess that's the safe bet. Uh Nasty, who do you got for the winner of the Triple A World Tag Team Championship match? 
right, I'm kind of biased because I saw this match on PWG, um, and I've seen these spots. And if you've never seen these guys wrestle, it's gonna be a treat because some of the things they do are like legit, like kids don't try this at home dangerous type of stuff bro like this stuff isn't for the weak at heart you know what I mean I personally think that I'm in agreement with everyone that the Bucks will not go over I don't know about the Lucha Bros going over though cause uh, Penta is I think he's still Impact Champion I'm not sure or he might be doing Day Spring around. I'm not sure and that's the only, I think politics will be the, re- the reason why the Lucha Bros don't go over but I I, I mean that's the only way, because I don't think the Bucks are going to keep the title, knowing they got to run a whole company, bro, and then try to still defend the titles, because I, I just don't see it happening. But I think, like, their best opponents, um, the Golden Lovers, Lucha Bros, the Briscoes, and uh, uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Like, this match is going to be crazy. That's going to be match of the night, bro. If they get enough time, like, even if you give them 25 minutes, it's a wrap. That's the match of the night. I don't like. Even, I love Kenny Omega, best wrestler in the world. But that is the match of the night. Young Bucks, uh, Lucha Bros, Penta El Cero. And, and I actually yeah, had a fact. Lucha Bros going I forgot Penta, the other brother. Uh, he wrestled Omega at uh, All In. So I think I think it's Ray Phoenix. That's the other Lucha Bro. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was in the uh, six man tag. That was the main event. So I, I had to fact my check myself right real quick. You know, big facts. You know. It's all good, bro. <laughs> big facts big facts take that take that take that all right all right so <laughs> from that we're gonna move into the name the name you just dropped right here uh kenny omega versus you know the head of fozzy you know the creator of fozzy you know the uh best in the world what he does you know you know let the guy that left his best friend in that other company in wwe you know after he was viciously attacked uh, <laughs> Chris Jericho, yeah, the breaker of walls. Oh, that is so. There's no pause in that at all. Nah, we're gonna, gonna go with it. Okay, you gotta, you gotta go. The tamer of lions. Fine. I see the tamer of lions. That now, that right there, you know. That one's, that one's kind intense. of intense, you know. He breaks codes. He does it all, man. He does it all. All right, so Jericho is a guy, man. We, you know, he's he's seen everything in wrestling. He's seen highs. He's seen lows. You know, uh, in terms of his career, in terms of his friends, um, he he's done it all at this point. You know what I'm saying? But he be a creative in terms of somebody that, that that's calling shots at, at some at a, at a federation so we got him versus a bright star you know there was a fitting war for kenny omega and uh he landed with his buddies as everybody thought he would do anyway um so here we go this is this is match number three between these guys or match number two uh two they had one in okay. wrestle kingdom i believe last year for the okay. uh, New Japan United States Championship. Oh yeah, you know right. I'm sorry, you're right. It's two. Technically, it was like a six-man oh, tag yeah, on the true boat, so that doesn't count. That doesn't really count. Okay. Though. Okay. okay, I get it. You, you know, Jericho's the man of a thousand and four holes. And ironically, they assigned the man of a thousand holes to be a producer, Dean Malenko. You know. Um, right. Yeah, but. Uh, 
I, I expect Omega to go over. Uh, obviously, wildly popular, probably the most popular guy they have on the roster. A big name. I mean, Jericho's a big name in itself. I don't want to discount that at all. I should say you're going to need somebody who's probably going to be the cornerstone to be in your first world championship match. So that's why I'm picking Kenny Omega, obviously. Uh, it's, I, I just, I can't see Jericho going over for any reason. Um, because the Battle Royals going to be facing that winner. So unless it's Hangman winning that battle, you know, to set that up, that's the only thing way I could see that because possibly, you know, they might not want to have Omega be in that spot right away, but I, at the same time, it makes the most sense. Right. Like, I don't know why they would uh, type thing because, like I said, Jericho's going to need a baby face to, to, to put in that main event spot whenever they have that world championship match. Uh, so if they save that, though, for their first TV show, like maybe they want Jericho because TNT's, you know, the, the audience on TNT is going to know Chris Jericho way more than they're going to know Kenny Omega Pop in the U.S. at least. Um, right. But like I said, possibly maybe Omega gets attacked after the match by some debuting person. Um, but yeah, I think Kenny Omega makes the most sense. Dude's on fire, like the match factory guy, basically. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Omega. Um, wow. Yeah. Like, like I said before, um, I am a huge, huge Kenny Omega supporter. Um, even before, uh, like, even before he really got his fame in New Japan, like, even when he was just a cleaner, when AJ Styles was there and he did that epic turn, like, he's just so, like, a guy that size should be able to move that quick and move that well in the ring and be able to do so much of the things that he does. And he can do, he can do it all. Um, I love Chris Jericho, though, and I think... I think they're gonna. I think they're honestly gonna put Jericho in that spot, just because you know he's gonna be able to do it. Like you know he's gonna be able to handle like the schedule and also be able to handle um, all that it takes to be a champion. And people will. And you love Chris Jericho enough where you're gonna hate him enough to be like, yo, like I hate you, but I really want somebody to beat your face in. And then who better than like Kenny Omega or whoever they have that's gonna be a good face? And he could work with just about anybody. You know what I mean? Like it takes a special kind of person to be able to work with Omega and have like a great match. Like I think he, I think he wrestled a six-year-old and it wasn't amazing. But with Chris Jericho, you might just get just as good as a story, and he's a bigger name, so to speak, because of WWE. But I would say we'll go with Chris Jericho. I want Kenny Omega to win, though. Just putting it out there. I and that's why I was kind of thinking. Uh, I want to talk. About, I want him and to that's why I was thinking possibly like even though like I said they don't want to keep necessarily putting themselves in the forefront. Maybe they probably should have had Cody and Dustin, right. even though it's like pretty obvious Cody's going over. But like with that possibility, maybe they could have had one of them be the other number one contender. That way, maybe you could have injected a John Moxley in there, so you don't necessarily know who's gonna go over. Exactly. But even if Cody went over and that was, and he was, you know, he was to get that hypothetically that that other number one contendership spot, you could go either way with that, either him versus Jericho or him versus right. Or- it's just like I said, I, I'm more focused on like I could see Jericho winning because, like I said, he's he's going to be more of a household name for now in America. Um, right. Omega would be on, on TNT, you know. Obviously, 
even people that go back to WCW days are gonna know Jericho when they turn to Turner. Uh, right. He wasn't utilized as high <laughs> back then. Uh, but even WWE fans, you know, a lot of them probably know of Omega. But even with that being said, like like I said, it make a lot of sense for Jericho. Um, I, I just feel like a Moxley versus Omega, excuse me, would make a lot of sense. But Jericho does too. So. Yeah, I'm with that. Okay, okay. So uh, the authors, uh, the article writers, uh, they're going with Omega, but as you guys have put it, and uh, I'm in agreement with that totally, uh, Jericho makes a lot of sense as the uh, winner of this match. And it's always more fun for uh, the face to be in pursuit of the title as opposed to being the guy carrying the title. You know, it's, it's just a little more you know, uh, right. a story there when they're when they're in pursuit of it. You know, uh, so uh, I, I think it makes sense to to call it saying uh, Jericho have the upset tonight. If it if it could even be deemed an upset, uh, I, I don't know if you could even call it an upset, but it yeah, it just, it just that, makes yeah. a little more sense. Uh, so final call, everybody in agreement, Jericho. Uh, okay, cool. all right, all right, let's keep this thing rolling. And I'm gonna go on a hot take real quick, you know, for my name. Okay, hot take, Ken. Um, Jericho, we all love you. You know, we grew up watching you, but stop it with the whole AEW would take six to eight talents in WWE total. You take six to eight in NXT alone on your roster. Don't cut, <laughs> cut, cut, cut Jericho. Like, <laughs> like really? I mean, you you take everybody from undisputed era. That's four guys. You'd be a fool not to take Velveteen Dream due to Prodigy. <laughs> um, yeah, that alone, there's there's five. You take Johnny Wrestling, speaking of babyfaces pursuing, you don't get more of a white meat babyface than Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano. Yeah, it's just, let's not even touch the main roster. You know, it's that it, there's an abundance on the main roster. But just to give him a little bail, though, I, at least he said six to eight. Didn't uh, Cody say like two guys? He may. You know what? If he did, he probably said it in tongue and cheek and probably like winked or something after he said it. I think Jericho. Jericho's kind of been trolling. Yeah. Uh, to get a reaction at times. That's all he's probably doing. I'm. I'm sure he didn't actually mean it. Maybe it was just like he didn't care to actually say oh ha, I'm joking type thing because like clearly he was because hell I'd even go so far as to say there's six to eight guys they take over Jericho as much as I like Jericho don't get me wrong like personality wise there's not many people in WWE touching them but in terms of like longevity in terms of you're gonna take more than like you take Seth Rollins over him long term I mean maybe for a year you take Jericho but you're not gonna take him over yeah, you're not gonna not long term. Not at all. I don't I don't see it. Uh and then you get to guys like Kevin Owen, Sami Zayn, you know, guys like that. Guys like Ricochet, like you know, it's there's a lot of talent in WWE they take. Uh Finn Balor. You know, the the list goes on and on. Uh Cesaro, a guy that's not been being used. Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, like <laughs> 
I, I get it what he was kind of getting at though too because you don't want to have so, such a deep roster where you got the same problem WWE has which mm-hmm. is probably why guys like Cesaro haven't been getting pushed why it took them 10 years after I mean he was out of the main event scene in terms of a top tier feud for almost 10 years maybe this is why it took them so long to push Kofi in WWE you know you, at the end of the day you, you can only push X amount of people at X amount of time Right. That's true. So yeah, I, that's true. I, and I do like the idea they even said like they're gonna basically try to listen to the fans. So we'll see, you know, potentially the tag team championship in the main event, which you haven't seen in WWE probably in almost ten years. Probably when DX switched. Them. Right. That was the last time there was the main right. event feud on a pay per view. Uh, I think they were feuding with Jericho and Big Show, if I'm not mistaken, at the time. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, you and I, I look forward to that because I don't necessarily. It, it seems like WWE's been experimenting a little bit more. I, like I said, I think AEW will legit do that too, though. You're not gonna necessarily see that same person on their biggest show probably four years in a row in that main event spot, unless that person's just that over. You know. Right. I, yeah, I. Yeah. I, I'm agreeing with that. Like I think I, I think it, I think it's more so trolling, kind of giving a shot at certain guys too. That's like, oh, it's six to eight. Get out of here! You know you want way more than that, Brad. Don't do that. And then so, even touch women mean, on the roster. I, I mean, exactly, exactly. And then and then plus like right now like you know like W. Don't even get me started. Like Dolph Ziggler, really, really guys, really, really. Dolph Ziggler's gonna come back for a main event push now. That's what we're doing now. This was the idea, WWE. Don't, don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Let's, let's go to the next <laughs> uh, But uh, I, uh, I kind of like what you said about Jericho in terms of longevity. He's. I looked at the move for him personally to AEW, um, kind of the way Steam went to TNA as opposed to just going straight to WWE once yes. WWE bought uh, WCW. Um, but you know, uh, and 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 I I think it's like you said, it's it's a tongue in cheek thing. He uh he's obviously trolling. WWE has banned him from from doing interviews with any of their talent that's actively on the roster. So if you listen to his podcast, you see he takes pot shots at WWE all the time, and uh you know it's just it's just entertaining. I think it's just a it's just a ploy, you know, in, in a way to get people talking. Because that's what it did, it did for us, you know. It's like, okay, it, if he was legit serious, who would that six to eight be? If it, if they literally had to go through, they had to comb through WWE's. I've heard the rumored roster, the number of wrestlers WWE has signed at this moment in time is four hundred guys and girls. So, you know, six to eight yeah. out of four hundred is absurd. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I digress. I digress. Yeah. So let's go ahead and uh, you know if you guys want to put that to rest, uh, move to the next match. Any last words? No, I think good. Okay, okay. All righty. Actually, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. SoCal Uncensored versus the Stronghearts. Hashtag Stronghearts. What do we got here, fellas? Oh man. Oh man, SCU! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I watched uh, the Elite show. So, look, if you haven't watched, like, Being the Elite or uh, We Are the Elite, SoCal Uncensored is 
phenomenally entertaining. And I am a big fan of these guys. I love these guys. Um, they got the uh, Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Um, uh, uh, Kazarian. No, that's I right. No, that's right. That's I apologize it. immediately. Mm-hmm. That's right? Okay. Uh, and then uh, we got my other man's in there. The, the more the, the athlete in the thing. Yo, they're dope. I don't care about the bats. I just love SCU. Okay? SCU all day. SCU all day. <laughs> all right. That'll be a lot of help with this. Uh, once again, I'm going to go who I'm familiar with, which is SCU. Uh, you know, Chris Fingers from TNA slash Impact. Uh, same with Frankie Kazarian. I, I believe he was in WWE as well at one point. He had some weird carnival gimmick in the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. And yeah, they like Daryl saying they're really entertaining. Um, saw them at All In as well. I think they didn't work. They didn't. They worked as a tag team. Two of them. I know. I think Christopher Daniels faced uh, what's a man? Uh, Stephen Amell. Yeah, that's what he faced. Uh, but yeah, I like. Like I said, I like to see the other guys. And maybe, like I said, going into that next pay per view, once they, you know, I'm assuming they'll have their TV show up and running by then. They said they're really going to push wins and losses. So uh, I like to see character development and things of that nature before I, you know, and see who the crowd's behind and things of that nature. Right? Like I said, right now, I'm just going to go who I'm more familiar with. It's SCU. SCU! Right. I, guess. I do wonder, though, too, how long they're going to, Daniels and Kazarian are going to be doing it, though, too, though. They've been, they've been going for, for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, this is Fortune 4 minus AJ Styles, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll go with them as well. And uh, yeah, we'll move on to the next match. Uh, Best Friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, I like Best Friends, but like... Know their, you know their gimmick is just that they're best friends but um match wise I think Angelico and Jack Evans are going to take this one now you think because uh probably and they do Jack Evans and Angelico do really good spots you know what I mean they're a little bit more athletic than uh best friends are um so I, I'm just going to say it's going to be uh Angelico and Jack Evans okay okay KG I'll do the same just because they can't keep going with like you know who everyone's more familiar with you got to have some other people establish themselves because i'm sure they're known on the indies but i'm saying like to the pay-per-view crowd obviously even though he was a small fish in the pond beretta was with wwe at one point um for like a cup of coffee you want to say uh <laughs> yeah basically uh, yeah I'll, I'll go with them like i said because you're not going to just keep because you got to try to establish some other people as far as you know being on the TV should I say like I said in the indies all those guys probably have equal star power but yeah I'm going to go with Angelico and Evans okay okay I'll just join you guys on that pick because I don't know them either of them and uh yeah <laughs> I promise like I said NXT guys the listening crowd NXT uh, previews as well as W, they'll be better. And, and the next one for this will be because, like I said, I plan on watching. Okay. So, we'll move more than just we're f- more familiar with the other guys. Promises, big yeah. promises. You know. 
Because I definitely planned on tuning in until I saw the $50 ticket. And I was like, Ooh. Yeah. I'm looking for a link tonight, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's too much, man. That's, that's too much. Happens when your owner's richer than Vince. Exactly. Yeah. All righty. Let's move on to AJ Kong, Yaku, Yaka, Yuka, Saka. Ah, I'm fucking this all up. Excuse me. Uh, Yuka, Saka, Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura versus Hakaru, Shida, Ryo, and Ryu Mizunami. No idea, bro. I, I got no. This was like no idea, WCW versus no the world idea. to me. I I don't know who any of these people is. Like this is like the people that are good, but you you, you just picking them just because you're playing the game. Like I, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of right there with you. Um, yeah, I know this was kind of added within the last couple weeks of the card. Um, yeah, it's I I got nothing for this one. Sorry guys. Uh, I'll pick the I'll pick the first group of names you said. Um, right, because I damn near just wanted to say Team One versus Team Two. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. <laughs> you going with Team One, KG? Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. I kind of I, I kind of wish NXT would have had their event before, so we could have got our first episode <laughs> rolling a little bit better. But you know, there's always next week. It's always next. Week. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose team. Just, two just to be okay. All right. Really, all right. Talking about hard times. Hard times. Trying to pronounce those names. Son of a plumber. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, last match. Last match. Uh, Sammy Guevara versus Kip Sabian. Um. I know Sammy. Sammy's a. Uh, Sammy's like uh, to me. He's really great in the ring. Um, just has like a lot of hot spots. Um, Kip is. He's just a really impressive guy. Like like his um like like the moves that he goes and puts to fruition and puts it together are amazing. This one I really can't call. It's gonna be a really good like opener for them. Just because mm-hmm. they're really good at what they do. I'm pretty put Sammy over because they see something in him, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kip won either, but I'm just going to say Sammy just because I'm pretty sure he's a little bit more known for the most part, um, but Kip is just as good and really, really coming into his own, but uh, I would just say just, uh, Sammy. Sammy really. Alright, KG, what you got? I'll echo sentiments. And switch topics real quick in the middle of this. Um, I'm, I'm hearing AEW. They basically want to make their titles mean more. Uh, we were kind of, kind of almost like a closing point. Uh, we were talking about all the championships WWE has. You know, they have like 11 championships. It's too much. Yeah. I, I, I heard they're supposed to have the AEW World Championship in the house tonight, so you'll get to see their first official championship, even though there won't be a champion crown. Let's see their first official title tonight. That's the rumor going around that we'll be in the building. All right. Hopefully that belt looks a lot better than the 24-7 belt. Ugh. I, if it looks better than the universal belt, we're in the I'm to the point where I like probably two championships on WWE's main roster. Probably the Aussie title and 
that might be my the end of my list of championships that I like in WWE on the main roster. You know what titles were amazing? I like my favorite titles, like out of all the titles, like ever. I like the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. That's one of my favorites. The old WWE 91 to 96 championship. That was like the, the winged eagle belt to me. The winged eagle belt? The what? Yes, I love that belt. I love that belt. And um, also the, uh, the the World Television Championship belt. Because they're just, they're basic belts, but they got shine on them. You know what I'm saying? Like they got a luster to them. You know what I mean? I, I don't like, I didn't like the spinner belt. Hated the spinner belt for a long time. I, uh, I, I hated, what title was that? That WWE had. I hated the new WWE Championship belt that Brock held for a while. That was stupid. Um, but yeah, I, I just want, just, I feel like a belt has to have like an integrity and a majestic. That's not a word, but a majesticness. I'm pretty sure that's not a word about it. If it's not majestic, then what's the point? Yeah, those belts they're they're not designed with the with the passion and and, and vision that you know the older belts uh, were obviously designed with. You know, uh, these new belts are more so as they're, they're branding tools. You know what I'm saying? It's just there so you can say, hey, all right, that logo. We know that's the WWE logo, so we're gonna have that shit all over this fucking belt and that's gonna be that you know what i'm saying whereas the old school belts like one of my personal favorites is the undisputed title from back during the uh ruthless aggression era it's which is kind of weird in itself because i didn't even watch the ruthless aggression era but i like a lot of shit from the ruthless aggression era i like big evil i didn't get to see big evil i i saw maybe one or two with big evil matches but that's my favorite taker you know what i'm saying uh the undisputed title i love that title that's probably my favorite title only second to uh, the uh, the WWE Championship belt the, uh, that that had the uh, Big Eagle, the uh, the one that was made famous, you know, during the Attitude Era, um, you know, yeah. and uh, uh, IC title. You can't go wrong with that. That's the only one that's basically the classic title, you know. Which color? I've wanted them to do the, the, white the, white the black one again since forever. Like it made sense when they when they switched it for Cody. When Cody got it, you know, and they switched it over to the white strap, it made sense on Dolph Ziggler. But I, I felt since then, you know, you should have you should have switched the, the uh, title back to the to the black strap, you know, and, and give it that that look that that classic look like when when Razor had, you know what I'm saying? When when Sean had it, like it meant, you know, now yeah. it's just kind of like a okay, we got we got this Mattel order, we got a million belts in, in the stock room that we need to sell. So we're just gonna keep this this color in place. Yeah, you know? and that's the other thing, you know. Vince, you know, keeps these these championships going, you know, because of toy sales, merchandise sales. It's not about continuity anymore or better storylines. Like it's just okay. We have two women champions because we need to sell two women toy belts. Right you now. But but I digress. I digress. Yeah. Did we did we pick uh, uh winners for this last match? We are uh, me and Joe and with Galara. All right, and I, and I'm well, gonna do seven. the same. I'm gonna do the same. But uh, there we have it though. We we got AEW's double or nothing match predictions show done with a little bit of running there too. Yeah, I will say this though. Right. I will say this though. I do like the twenty four seven title on uh my main man. 
uh, our truth, man. Our he truth. Des- he deserves it after Nia clobbered him and made him hit his head on the way out in number thirty entrance. You know. Yeah, that that title is meant for you know, especially at this point in time in his career, it keeps him relevant. You know, it, 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 he's gonna bring the comedic aspect to the belt. We know what it's there for. It's, it's some placeholder shit, whatever. But at least he can make it entertaining. It's in a guy's hand that can make it entertaining. So I'm I, I'm all for him having it. Him, Bobby Roode, and like a couple of they're like they're entertaining guys. Like that's that's good for them. I personally think the Bobby Roode actually needs a better push though to get like a better over. Yeah, that that, that was that was trash. Well, I feel him, like him even having Bobby even in that shit because. We know Bobby should be much higher on the card than that. He's he's much better than that. On top of that, they apparently yeah. got pressure from USA Network, and that's why they came up with this whole thing, uh, the twenty four seven title. Um, they were better off just reintroducing the Hardcore Championship. I understand in the PG era, you can't really. Well, actually, you can't though, because here's the thing. PG, I think people misinterpret what PG really is. Like you can have blood right. in PG, it's just not like we don't. I mean, but blood's overrated to, to, to begin with. I mean, you can have violent spots. It's like you can't make exceptions for guys who aren't your normal everyday talents, like a Triple H and stuff. When he's yanking Batista's nose ring out, and then not reintroduce the Hardcore Championship because of maybe oh yeah, possibly because of, of, of spots being too dangerous or people will not you know to basically we're gonna try try this at home or something like that with all the stuff that's going on in the world but i'll say this AEW. i'm assuming they'll have obviously a women's championship tag team world championship um maybe, maybe they'll just have a mid-card championship and leave it there because they're saying they're only going to do a two-hour show when they go on the air on tnt which makes complete sense because uh, then you start overbooking stuff when you you try to introduce a third hour and so I'm looking forward to that second hour or that two hour show should I say so I feel like hopefully you'll have uh, that gritty feel to it mm-hmm. um, it seems like they're signing locking up a lot of former WWE guys to be producers and agents so we'll see if you know because from, from a wrestling standpoint it might be they might be trying to teach them stuff that they didn't necessarily we're told to do on the indies like some people you know they their criticisms they have of guys who are in AEW coming from New Japan is they don't really sell anything they just do a bunch of moves a bunch of flips um that's not necessarily always the case but there are times where it's like even in WWE you know they could sell a little bit more yeah. I don't need you popping right back up or countering a super kick with a super kick and like I don't need to see that all the time like sell that move like this is a move made famous by a guy who's easily one of the five or ten most important stars in WWE. Could you imagine Tom Michaels hitting someone with sweet chin music and then them not falling, right? Like, the super kick is just... It's it's like a punch now. <laughs> it's really yeah. been devout, devalued, the super kick. Just throwing that out there. Because everyone uses it, too. It's definitely been devalued, man. Uh, that you know, the super kick ended matches back in the day, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and now it's just oh, it's 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 uh, you know, you, you're kicking out at one. 
or, or if you or you the main man John Cena, you know, he always kicks out at two. Always at two. Big match John, who hasn't had a big match in quite a while. Yeah, man. But uh, I wonder if there's gonna be some more surprises tonight. Uh, there's been rumors that there will be. Uh, I don't know who. Like I said, it will probably be more, be more so in the battle royal, and you'll probably get one spot in the, on the main card where someone pops up outside of Moxley. Um, I don't know who that might be. I'm because I'm, I'm trying to see who else is out there, whose contract is also already up. And they're, you know, they're a free agent type thing. Because the thing is, um, well, you, you could. Well, because when, when was Ty Dillinger released officially? He was released what last year, so he should he's he should definitely pop up maybe in a, in a battle royale or something. Yeah, because he he's been going for a while. Yeah, because the thing is, when their contracts expire, like I said, I never knew that until this year. That's when they don't have ninety day complete non compete clauses. So that's why Moxley can pop up tonight because he just didn't resign. His contract expired. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think who else is out there. I mean, like I said, the well, Pac or whatever, it was creative differences that caused them not to show up. I'm that's a little odd that just that they didn't just uh have Moxley potentially be the replacement, you know, do a mystery opponent type thing for Adam for Hangman Page. Uh well I, I read somewhere um they're gonna do a makeup match or some sort uh on Tuesday between Pac and uh, Hangman Page. And that's going to be on their YouTube page or something like that, their YouTube well, channel. Well, they did that over, uh, I'm trying to think, I think it was somewhere in England, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think Hangman went over by DQ. Mm-hmm. Creative difference was, but I guess Neville didn't, or Pac, should I say, uh, he didn't want to take the pinfall because right now he doesn't, he, he wants to be almost in the sense where I hate using WWE references when talking about AEW, but uh, Drew and uh, main roster after he had his second run, I believe he went like uh, well into um, probably the end of last year, from the spring to the end of last year. It was his first time he got pinned on the main roster after his uh, he came back to WWE. So, like I said, I heard Pac didn't want to get pinned right now. Uh, they wanted a definitive winner. He's probably of the mindset of what I'm thinking of, where a lot of these guys from the elite are going to go over. And he, maybe he's even told you're not going over. Maybe that's why decided to hold off to AEW for now. Um, so yeah, I don't know if he burned that bridge uh, or if they're saying like you can still come over later. But that, 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 I really didn't see that coming. Apparently, it's not legit part of a storyline or anything. This is like legit creative differences. You you think that like he he he'd know like yeah more than likely I'm not gonna go over, but you know like Joe was saying the Lucha Bros possibly them going over as we were saying because like you said the riders are picking them too. Uh, just from standpoint too, it's like if it's for another company's championships, like they already said that like they could still do other dates. Certain mm-hmm. certain guys in the roster shots they could still do other dates, but I'm imagining. For other companies, but I'm imagining guys like the elite will not be working other promotions. Right, right. Guys like the Young Bucks, Cody, Kenny Omega, Hangman, 
I'm imagining they won't be. What do you guys think? Uh, you, you and Joe were the were the experts on this for me, man. So I'm really just gonna, you know, gonna kind of follow y'all leads in terms of AEW, and um, you know, just just looking forward to trying to find a stream tonight to watch. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I am going to be a pirate and watch this shit <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> all right, uh, I don't know where Joe's at. Joe is not saying anything at all. Joe, you still there, buddy? That's weird. It says he's connected, uh, but does. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but we could go ahead and end it, man. You know, he he was he was out on the go anyway. Uh, so, Kenny, before we get out of here, man, just give the people your Twitter and not Twitter, excuse me, your Instagram name, so they can follow you and talk to you about wrestling and all that good stuff. Sure, it's at Hot Take Kenny. I would get right. back on Twitter if, you know, they would actually approve me to get back on there. I'm going to probably create some random email that I don't even use just for Twitter. But, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be back on there at some point. Possibly same handle. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. And, uh, yeah, Joe is on uh, Instagram at, what is it? What is his name on there? I believe Joe Freelon the third. Yeah. Joe Freeland III, and yeah, you'll see him, you know. you follow one of us, you'll definitely see him not too far behind. And uh, you can always follow me on Instagram at OldManLogan83 and on Twitter at LegendKillerZo, L-E-G-E-N-D-K-I-L-L-E-R-Z-O. All right, and this is our AEW Double or Nothing uh, match predictions uh, post, man. We'll catch you, uh, shit, we'll catch you next week for NXT. Yep, yep. All right, KG, I'm out of here, man. All right. Get this ready for the people. All right.